the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so we have joining us now Tom Halden, who is the Director of Communications for the Archdiocese, and uh, I, I think I could actually even call him my boss. I don't know if you would take that or not, but Tom, welcome to the program. Great to be speaking with you. Oh, it's great to be with you, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me, and thanks for being such a the driving force of helping us <laughs> with this change and and just having some fun with it, and that's, that's what we've tried to do. We've tried to really listen to the Holy Spirit and to listen to each other as we kind of reformat some of these things and it, we're just we just need you Patrick and I'm so grateful Absolutely. that you're uh, that you're steering this ship. <laughs> well, thank you. Hopefully uh, <laughs> hopefully the rocks will be obvious as I'm steering the ship, right? <laughs> but uh, well, yes. you, don't, you don't have to do it alone. We never do anything alone. Absolutely in the church, right? correct. Yes, and it's been a joy uh, getting to work with you for the last few months and it's uh, and we look forward to great things to come which we'll get into in just a moment, but you know, Tom, I thought before we uh, before we launch into that, before we la- launch into the future, let's look back to the past a little bit. Some people may not know, but uh, tell us about a bit about your own background in media. Yeah, I, I did 20 years of local news. Um, the last 12 uh, ended in 2015, and I worked at Fox 9 here in the Twin Cities yep. and did the morning show for most of those years and just had a great time helping people get up and get moving in the morning and uh, just loved everything about it, even till, even till my very last day. I really enjoyed it. It was a privilege and a great honor to have people allow you into their home, especially when they're waking up and getting themselves ready and their families ready. And uh, and but the the season was the season was over. You know, mm-hmm. I I just I, I the Holy Spirit was really calling me to do something different. Okay. And uh, you know, the getting up at one fifteen in the morning. I was just gonna ask. And <laughs> being at work at two thirty a.m. is is not a, it's more of a lifestyle than a job. Yeah, I would imagine so. Boy, and having small kids throughout that, I worked when the kids were really small. We have four children, and so when they were little, we would just all go to bed at the same, or my wife would put us all to bed at the same time, and uh-huh. then she would have a little bit of quiet time. Nice. Uh, but then they got older, and you're at you know sporting events and band concerts, and you know it just it, it's just not a great way to to spend every evening looking at your watch, thinking how much how much less sleep am I getting now mm-hmm. because I'm sitting here and I'm trying to enjoy being. It was at a concert. It was at my. My oldest daughter, who just turns 18 this week, was at her concert when she was in middle school. And I just kept on looking at my watch that I just don't know if I can do this anymore, Lord. And I think he finally smiled. Or he always smiles, but he right. gave me a little wink like, I've been trying to get your attention for some time. <laughs> and so I told my bosses at Fox and, and they were supportive and they said, well, we'd really like you to stay. But if this is what you're being called to do, then you know you got to go ahead and do it. And uh, so I joined the Archdiocese in May of 2015 during a really crazy time here, um, but just an, an honor, uh, and, and I haven't regretted the the move on one day. I mean, there have been some tough days here in the mm-hmm. Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, but yeah. just to, to have a shepherd as we have, and the shepherds between Bishop Cousins and Archbishop Hebden, and the leadership and this, the employees and the people who work in the parishes who just make this all work, it's um, it's been a crazy five and a half years, but it's been it's been wonderful. I've been very blessed and and very humbled by by just so many people doing so many great things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I want you to know, Tom, that I get up at one fifteen every morning just thinking about practicing Catholic. That's that's a lie. Well, you know what? I, you, you may. You know, the, no. the, the changes that we've made and some of the conversations <laughs> that we've had. You you may get up early and think, oh. No, yeah, I shouldn't start the show off on a lie. Let's not do that. I do not get up. I I think I do get up. I certainly get up earlier than I used to, but uh, it's not at 1.15. Right. Well, Tom, give us some some, uh, idea of what falls under the purview of the Office of Communications there in the Archdiocese. Yeah, yeah, we do all the internal and external communications for the Archdiocese. So externally, that would be uh, media relations. 
So when yeah. a reporter calls and they have a they have a question about you know just in the last week you know where where can I go to Christmas mass you know who's doing something different you know interaction with folks from you know internet sites and you know the Star Tribune Pioneer Press all the local TV and radio stations and so it's it's nice to to be in the middle of that and it was it was fun to see that uh, was WCCO TV went over to St Peter Claver for Christmas mass mm-hmm. and interviewed the folks over there that was nice to see that you know some of our parishes that don't always get a lot of representation right yep. it's easy to go to the basilica they have a great communication staff that's always ready you know that you know they, and that's a it's an important thing but it's fun to help people see, and not just Catholics, but to, to help the broader public see that there's there's more to the archdiocese than probably what they think, mm-hmm. and that we have great parishes of all sizes and and just wonderful things going on. So things like that. So we, we handle all that kind of stuff. Uh, what we do a lot is really um, consult with parishes and schools. Uh, when when a parish gets a phone call about you know from a reporter or that they they, they kind of see that they, there may be something happening with they have they have a big event or something they say you know we really think that the that the media would would, would be fun to have them here how, how do we best do that mm-hmm. and then of course there's crisis you know when something bad mm-hmm. happens and you know especially at the beginning of covid when you know the parishes was if they would have a case how do we handle this so we've really just worked together with parish leadership with uh, father mike tix who's the vicar for clergy so he deals directly with the pastor of that parish if you know say it's one of the staff or maybe even one of the priests who test positive how do we do that we work with the with the minnesota department of health to make sure we're doing the proper notification and then we also do um, media consulting just to help folks with their digital presence. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've done some seminars for parish staffs where we go through right down to here's how you do some um, webcasting and some recording. How, how do you do lighting? What's the best way to do sound on the cheap? All those kinds of things. And then we have the Catholic Spirit, which is part of the Office of Communications, the Archdiocese. Of course, the Archbishop's our publisher. We come out sure. twice a month yep. with the newspaper and online at thecatholicspirit.com. And so we have that. So we have part of our staff working on that. And then we also have some really amazing <laughs> communications professionals who work on communication strategy for the Archdiocese. We have some graphic designers. We publish the uh, Catholic print directory, both the print edition, the actual one that you hold in your hand that people still like. Mm-hmm. And then we do the online version as well. And then uh, we've just recently, the, the Rediscover Hour, now practicing catholic has come in under the office of communication so so you and cammy and paul are all working we're all working together now under a little bit more unified plan we're doing more social media trying to get to the places where people are listening whether it's in their car in little segments whether it's on social media uh, cammy's done an amazing job of just getting us in places that we haven't been before yeah. you know radio's still big we hear father rocky talk about it all the time people are still listening but they're not always listening at the time when it's being broadcast. Right. And that can be a challenge. So we want to have it where they are. You know, Pope Francis tells us that we need to go out, right? You talked about, you know, the, the mission territory. We need to go meet people where they are, where, whether, whether that's physically, uh, geographically, or where they are in their spiritual lives. And, and we're trying to meet more people wherever they are. Yeah. Yep. And that's, I mean, just tying it in directly with what I was speaking about at the beginning of the show about practicing your faith means mm-hmm. sharing it with others. And it's interesting to me, too, that uh, I don't know, sometimes I think people have this disconnect between uh, the understanding of communications about, you know, maybe evangelization is what's, you know, how you talk about the faith with other people and communications is communicating, you know, what's really going on. Oh. When, in, when in actuality, we have to remember that the, the gospel is imminently, in fact, it is it is surpassingly uh, real, that that is, that is actually the definition of reality. And then um, mm-hmm. And all these other things that we face, whether they be joys or challenges, that there is an there is uh, an inextricable tie, I guess is what I'm trying to say, between yep. sharing the good news of Christ uh, and sharing 
the events of the day and what's going mm-hmm. on. Right. So it's a yeah, and, and trying to get people involved. Yeah. And get them involved at a level where they're ready to meet you. Right. And whether that's they, they need to find out, uh, you know, what if they have a question about annulment. We have a video series that we did a couple of years ago on annulment, mm. just basic questions, little minute 30 videos. So people maybe we're reaching them there, you know, all the live streaming now and all the archiving of of masses. And we, you know, we even did a uh, Stations of the Cross over, you know, on, during Holy Week. I mean, those things that that people may not, especially now with COVID, may not be able to darken the doorway of a church, but maybe they're not at that place yet. But they want, like, what's this archbishop about? What, you know, what's this parish about? What, yeah. you know, that that's my old parish. What are they doing over there? And, right. and they can do that from their home. And we've seen that with the some of the restorative justice and victims mm-hmm. of you know, victim survivors of clergy abuse. They're able to access thing in, things in a way that's that's on their own terms. And I think that really can help draw people in to a place and then help them move forward when they are at that place where they can maybe desire more or they're ready for something more and yeah. something deeper to, to make that call to their parish. Right, right. Makes total sense to me, Tom, and I thank you for all the work that you've done. I'm, I'm sure that there's there's a, a mountain. It's like an iceberg, right? We see the tip of the iceberg in terms of uh, seeing you here and there on and your name on things and press releases and things like that. But then I'm sure there's a mountain underneath the surface of work that you are continuing to do as as you are working together with your you and your team, I should say, are continuing to do. So that's a great thing, and we want to thank you for that. Um, just, uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the future now. What's, what's sure. coming down the pike in terms of what can we look forward to from the communications team or really even the whole archdiocese in 2021? Yeah, the, the synod was really our focus right now. And that continues to be, of course, started about a year and a half ago or so. We, we had the, all the, the 19 prayer and listening events where the archbishop went all over the archdiocese from every corner and every angle. And, 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 and just thousands of people came and, and were participating and he really listened. And there was lots of data that was collected, you know, out of that grew then the praying with scripture series. That was five parts in the fall, really teaching people how to pray. People at these pray, prayer and listening events said, you know, you're our shepherds. We, we don't know how to pray. Yeah. You know, how crazy is that, right? And so, the, and this stuff is all available at archspm.org. You can access it through the Synod page, so archspm.org slash Synod. And then we did a healing and hope retreat because that came mm-hmm. out too, was, you know, the Holy Spirit was guiding the Archbishop and Father Joseph Bamanek, who did a sabbatical a few years ago, and 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 he put really a, a whole retreat into five parts. You know, what, 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 the, what are the wounds that we have? What do we have as a church? What are w- wounds do we have personally? We've all been hurt, right? We've all hurt others. And how do we work through that? So Paul Ruff from the seminary were part. We had, we had survivors of clergy abuse in this series. I mean, just really help people helping, just helping us explore the wound and how we move forward and how we allow the Holy Spirit and Christ to do that, right? right. Like, how do we really take the, the concrete steps towards healing. It wasn't, it's, you know, it's not a, a silver bullet. It's not, it's not, you're not going to watch the video and then, you know, maybe some people experience healing that way, but it's more of a process and practical ways to do that. So that came out of those listening events and this is all, you know, tied into the synod. And then coming up in the, from January 20th to February 9th, once a week, we have a uh, synod faith and culture series. This is really exciting. So it's going to be a live event and people need to register, but they'll all be archived. So we'll have some live interactivity. So people who join on those evenings, it's uh, Wednesday, January 20th, Wednesday, January 27th, and then Thursday, February 4th, and Tuesday, February 9th. We're looking at things that came out of the Synod that really couldn't wait and that people really need to learn about. So some of the topics are scripture, tradition, and the magisterium, so sources mm. of Catholic teaching, sure. churches teaching on sexual morality in the family. 
Okay. Uh, the church's understanding on the dignity of women, uh, president presented by Helen Alvary, and then the priesthood, both baptized and ordained. So really, just it's it's catechetical and it's foundational. And as much as folks, you know, may not be able to be available those Wednesday and Thursday and Tuesday evenings, that'll all be archived too. So that'll be there'll be Zoom setups. People will be able to join in live. But we're really looking at these things to help folks uh, tap into their faith to share with our CIA confirmation classes. And again, as I mentioned before, just the people who are searching, what does the church really teach on the dignity of women? What does the church really teach on human sexuality? Because we all have, we hear different things in different quarters. Well, these are our, these are our bishops and others who will be teaching this. Right. Archbishop Hebda will be part of this. There'll be a panel discussion. There'll be testimonials from folks and then main speakers. And then coming up uh, in the spring, and then we'll have the Synod at Home. And so that's a, a, a Lenten uh, where people really dig in to really working on a faith plan. What, you know, what does faith look like at your house? Whether you're single, whether you're married, whether your kids are there, whether you have small kids, whether you have grandkids, like how do you put your faith into action to make a plan? Mm. So we're doing that. These are all video series as well. And then, of course, the year of St. Joseph. Yeah. As that unfolds, we you know, it was a great kickoff with the Archbishop and you know with the consecration to St. Joseph, you know, and some things that we'll be doing within that. So there's all those things. Of course, COVID continues to, to be a challenge and to present us with some opportunities to communicate with folks. The Archbishop did some really nice Christmas messages to frontline healthcare workers yeah, and, and to folks who are seeing who are just seeing that just the worst and but also bringing Christ into these care facilities and hospitals and and first responders wherever they are at you know where that wherever they are and wherever they're interacting with others and trying to just give them some inspiration and some show some gratitude. And uh, yeah, and so that's just a smattering. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just, probably just in the next two or three months, Patrick, to right. be honest. Yeah, exactly. A lot, a lot of video work. So we, we just hired a, a videographer and uh, we have just been blessed with his creativity. His name is Zach Jansen and he is amazing. And uh, just the care he's got, he's got a film degree and he is just so committed to the church yeah. and to the archdiocese. And so if, if you've noticed an improvement, and I hope people have in our videos, that's totally Zach. Mm, <laughs> nice. Before it was just me. So people, <laughs> we, were, we were limited by my skill. Understood. Understood. Well, Tom, believe it or not, we've uh, we've reached the end of our of our segment already. Um, but it's so many things to look forward to this uh, this coming year. And again, I want to offer my thanks to you and your team for all that you've done. And uh, yeah, as we continue to forge ahead here with communications, I'm sure that uh, you will continue to ably lead us and uh, we will be in prayer for you. God bless you and all your work that you do, Tom. Oh, thank you, Patrick, for steering our ship and whatever way I can help you. God bless you. Happy New Year. All right. Happy New Year to you.